You think so? <laughs> That's super great. 400 megs, is it super great? I don't get 400 megs. I pay for it, though. They will charge me for that 400 megs every month, but damn it, they'll give it to me. Have you called them? Yeah, I've called them. What do they say? They look at me like I'm stupid through the phone. <laughs> because it, it, it's in the contract. You, you pay for up to 400 megs, and they will, they will give you up to 400 megs if you ever actually get it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So it's a... Yeah. <laughs> but he can't get fiber in it here. So. Yeah, can't get fiber. <laughs> I was telling Perry last night, I'm, I'm so close. I'm so close to just being like, Dad, we're getting fiber. Mm -hmm. I'm covering it. <laughs> well, where are you guys uh, within... Are, are you in city limits? Yeah, yeah I have had neighbors all up and down my street have gotten oh yeah sweet because yeah, uh, so i know that all of you has been pushing more fiber so yeah. i would definitely prefer that i actually talked to my mom the other night uh, about getting a starlink like look <laughs> instead of data capping this why not i mean if it if it's the same price as you're already paying for internet yeah. yeah, there's that $500 setup or whatever. Like, yeah. that sucks. But if it's then the same price as your normal internet and it's better and it's uncapped, I don't yeah. see the problem with it. Yeah, but no, what the thing is, though, I went to go look into ordering it and they said it was just going to charge me 100 bucks. I'm like, why is it just not charging me 100 bucks, you know? Mm -hmm. I didn't, like, actually go through it, but I'm just saying, like, as of today, you need to pay a hundred bucks. Well, I'm just curious. That's yes, yeah, you pay a hundred dollars, and then there's the three ninety nine, four ninety nine install fee mm -hmm. of it. But it, you don't have, you do you don't actually get charged that money until it works. Oh, right, until you're set up and it works. Okay, so once it gets set up, then you're like, okay, here's five hundred. It's working. You're actually getting internet. Then you'll get charged that. Yeah. Okay. So the uh, the package that I have is it's 400 over 100. Uh -huh. So I should I should have a 400 meg download speed and a 100 upload speed. Uh, so I'm getting a pretty good download speed today actually. So that, that's that's new by the way. Um, I'm getting uh, 351 megs download, but oh, that's good. My upload's only 22. Oh, that's why you guys are pixelated. That's why I was uh, getting a little pixelated there. We got the swag, so let's get the swag. Let's go ahead. Alright, start streaming. Oh, yeah, yeah. One of those. Oh, shoot. Set <laughs> <that> pause. <laughs> like, they don't deserve to hear that. <laughs> no seriously though um i think that that credit score thing is going to be kind of cool because like you could get it jacob because you have you're a minority you're black what you know, you know you're black <laughs> well uh, hold on hold on i'm a cat you're a cat yeah, sir <laughs> he's a cat oh yeah he's like i'm a cat Nope. <laughs> he, he is a cat. He is not a lawyer. He is not ready to proceed. So. <laughs> He's like, I need to see. I'm ready to proceed. I'm just not a cat lawyer. Okay. I'm just a cat. 
Oh mm. gosh. That's very worried about the fact that I'm on Zoom. <laughs> You're on Zoom. <laughs> Just oh my god. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck is this? So silly. Oh gosh, let's see. Fools. Yeah, guys, you're crazy. Welcome to AOA Gaming Podcast, episode 110, if I'm correct about that. I should be. I'm your podcast MC Perry, and today uh, I have Stone and also have a cat <laughs> named Jacob. Hello. Meow. Meow. Yeah. Meow. I'm the only one that's watched it here, but I watched that Tom and Jerry movie yesterday. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I haven't seen that yet, so... <laughs> And you know I don't plan on seeing it. <laughs> like I said, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest movie at all. <laughs> but you could tell it's uh, people were having fun when they made it. But it's like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, uh, have you seen Men in Black Three Stone? Uh yeah, yeah, I've seen that. So, like, the girls' performance in that reminded me of Men in Black Three for Tessa Thompson. Like, okay, I was like, okay, and that's the way I took it. I'm like a carefree kind of. Actor mm-hmm. acting soon. If you're not familiar with the way we do things here at Edward Game, we look at video games in a way that they might be spread positivity to the world and influential to the gaming community. And well, you're just here to talk shit like normal, like on your normal Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, how y'all been? <laughs> good. Oh, uh, you know, pretty good. I got my toilet fixed yesterday, so that was nice. <laughs> yeah. What had Perry broken up? Yes, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> Came up here and smashed my toilet like. Jackass. Uh, no, it just it, it had been maintenance done a long time, and it was kind of a very unorthodox installation method to begin with. So uh, had to have somebody who knew what the fuck they were doing to come in here and uh, straighten my shit out for me. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Quite literally. <laughs> oh gosh, that's crazy. But uh, so, where would you guys like to start? There were some big news in gaming. And then, well, I mean, I guess we'll start with all the uh, the mess from State of Play, right? State, State of Play. <laughs> the, I guess I'm just gonna oh, add- can, okay. I gotta start off with the State of Play stuff. Uh, Perry, <laughs> I'm mad at you. Was that because mm-hmm. you were like, yeah, there wasn't really much from it, mm-hmm. but then you don't tell me about this seafood game. I yeah, seafood looks dope. You know, like uh, <laughs> I thought about the seafood game, but it was just like I gotta see more. You know what I mean? <laughs> Is, I don't know. I, I don't gotta see more. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> yeah. So I, I I watched it with Perry on Thursday, and I uh, was like, "Man, that seafood game really looks like it, it. Really reminds me of Absolver, right? Like the mm. Devolver Digital guys. Like, oh, okay. Well, that that's who made it. Then okay, that makes sense. Because <laughs> yeah. it looks it's the same guys. Fucking like it. Yeah, it's the same guys. Okay. <laughs> Well, Which, then you know the combat's going to be pretty good. Yeah, I, honestly, I played the game, right? And I liked the, the combat. I liked the progression in it. I thought it was really neat how you could go and, like, find new kung fu moves and, like, mm-hmm. create your own style sort of thing. I, I thought that was really cool. Uh, I didn't like that it was, like, an always online MMO and people would just grief the fuck out of you because it was PvP-oriented. So uh, I did not like that game. Mm-hmm. S- same, same. <laughs> yeah. Me and uh, our buddy Jacob Somerville... Mm-hmm. got on there and played it and so like it was us trying to be the griefers but not ever really being good enough at it <laughs> because, <laughs> to yeah. uh, be the griefers so like I, we would try to two-on-one people and then we would lose and we're like man maybe we 
<laughs> maybe, maybe we should just stay away from this. I think I remember you telling me about that because, like, oh, there, there's this game called Absolver. He's like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, you just said, just, just don't waste your time. But no, Seafood did look cool, but it didn't like. Yeah. Grow. But after that, it just felt like a downhill sl- slide. <sighs> I did Was you, it? huh? I mean, did you see? I mean, I guess you just saw the seafood game outside of that uh yeah i was scrolling through youtube this morning and saw sifu and i was like oh what's this and then i clicked on it and i was like oh wow perry didn't tell me about that uh i'm definitely gonna buy it <laughs> yeah i know uh, it won't be 60 dollars, but i'll pay 60 dollars for it if they want to charge me 60 dollars. yeah uh, i think that I, I think the bright spots from the state of play are sifu and returnal you know what i mean the other ones they just kind of seem like Weird indie indie games, which are like cool and all, but like not my ish. So I mean, Kenna Kenna looked pretty cool, but I thought that was going to come out next month because that's what they made it seem like. Mm-hmm. But it's not until August, so we're just like, oh, that's a let down. Because like around that time is like where games start picking up. So I'm like, yeah, will I grab it? Maybe we'll see. <laughs> that kind of thing. Um, yeah. What like I said, Death Loop. I know like. Everyone's kind of excited about that. When does that game come out? Is that soon? Oh yeah, Deathloop. I don't. Oh, I thought I got pushed back. Did it get pushed out again? Back again? Well, it was. I think it was set to come out in May originally, but I don't. May twenty first. Okay. No, uh, well, hold on. That's the initial release date. I don't know if it's been pushed back more. Uh, I mean, everything I'm seeing according to this is still May twenty first. So I think that's just the yeah. day it's supposed to come out. So yeah, May. Okay. Yeah, I thought for some reason it was supposed to be a launch exclusive, a launch game though for the consoles. I thought it was too. Right, like when it was originally announced, I thought it was supposed to be like around mm-hmm. console launch, and I think it got pushed back to May. Right. Correct. Yeah, I mean, uh, six months is pretty close to launch. Yeah, it's not that far out. So, but I mean, yeah, you say launch game, you expect it to be out like within a month of the console, right? So, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's interesting, though, like we're seeing um, just, the, you know, from this is like a game development, like marketing sort of thing. Right. But um, so whenever game devs go to make a game, you know, usually they have a few ideas about different types of games. Um, and now that's influenced by like the current market at the time, whenever they start developing games. Um, so that's how we get games that are developed separately in secret. And somehow end up being like basically the same game when they come out. So like for instance, uh, when Overwatch came out, out competitor Battleborn because they were basically the same fucking game, but Overwatch was more fun to play. So people played Overwatch and not Battleborn because they came out yeah. from like two to three weeks of each other, I think. So, hmm. um, but I, I think it's interesting to see that we got you know Deathloop which is basically like a Groundhog Day with assassins and stuff like that, right? So, like, the game, the the core mechanic of that game is, like, really understanding what the characters are doing on the map and to be able to exploit them, right? So you you, you have a finite, like, battleground, and you know everything that's going to happen there, right? And then mm-hmm. we have this other game that's a complete opposite fucking end of the spectrum called Returnal, right? <laughs> which is a roguelike. You know, and it's coming around, coming out around the same time. It was April, like the end of April, instead of you know middle of May. But um, I just I think it's interesting how those market forces kind of you got these two that have like completely separate ideas as far as like you know messing with time and looping and returning and that sort of thing. Um, 
but they go about it completely opposite directions. Yeah. Just thought uh, it was going to be. Yeah, it's like, um, like I said, I, uh, I saw the Returnal dim, uh, trailer, well, I guess twice now. I was like, well, this looks mm. kind of cool. Like, like before uh, at the Game Awards, like, well, that looks kind of cool. What is it? And then it uh, turns out to be like, you return to the starting point and like the environment changes around you. And I'm just like, uh, so this is a roguelike? Okay. Well, I don't know. <laughs> like, so I really like Hades, but that's different. I don't know. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. those, like, that's, like, those. I'm yeah, cool. I mean, it's. Giant Bomb and this is just, like, two totally different things. And, but the thing with this is that you're trying to figure out the story as you go. Uh, it just seems like a lot. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jacob? I mean, uh, for Eternal, uh, I don't know. You know I don't like space zombies. Zombies in general. <laughs> I feel like the space zombies game. Um, but I, like I was telling you, it's a to me it's a mix of like Dead Space and Spelunky. Yeah. <laughs> Spelunky Dead Space with shooter elements, right? Yeah. I've only seen one trailer, so I don't have deep thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, you hit it on. The as soon as I saw that it was zombies, <laughs> zombies, I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm out." <laughs> yeah, it seemed like the combat is, uh, it's more like dodge and like speed oriented. So you're like, mm-hmm. you're supposed to get away from them and stay at a distance and you know shoot the enemies and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's uh, interesting, I guess. It's kind of, uh, I guess. It, from what I've seen of it, it seems a little like influenced by bullet hell stuff. Um, you know, it's very roguelike. Like I said, the, the map changes, of course, when you die, blah, 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 which is, that just means it's a roguelike. That's what that means. <laughs> um, and then it's got also these like, you know, psychological horror stuff in it too, where it's in, uh, I guess, just normal horror too, with the, you know, eldritch looking fucking aliens that are trying to suck out your brains or whatever the fuck. Um, so, I don't know. It seems interesting. Yeah. So, it's. It comes out in April. We'll see how it does. Yeah. April, thir- April 30th. We'll see April, what the reviews say. Yeah. Like, uh, it looks neat. It looks cool. It looks like a gorgeous game, but I don't know if I'll play it. That kind of thing. And what's the. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, of course, the Final Fantasy news, we could just. But we, we'll get to that beforehand. But, like, the state of play, honestly, they could have just release that like in a blog or something like a press like yo this is what we have coming instead of mm-hmm. getting like expectations it's like I, I think i saw a tweet where it said like xbox is like you have to have something sony is like it gets a pass i don't know i don't know it just yeah <clears throat> well i mean I, I feel like sony at least had a damn exclusive you know whenever it launched the console yeah you know, it had it had uh, the Demon Souls remake, um, which is you know and, a, a, and Miles. Yeah. Well, I, that's like a that's like a half game, right? So that's like a yeah. You know, it's larger than a DLC, but maybe not quite a standalone title sort of thing. Yeah. Um. So I would like the Demon Souls remake, though. I I that, think that's a fair. That's a new game. That is a exclusive game that came out for the console, right? Mm-hmm. And then the, you also had the good content with, you know, Miles Morales, Spider-Man Miles Morales. Um, 
but that also wasn't necessarily exclusive to PS5, right? You could play that on PS4, right? Yeah. Yes. Is that, is that right? Yeah. That is correct. Um, yeah, so, you know, Demon's Souls, that was, was PS5 exclusive. So that was, you know, at least they had one, right? Yeah. Um, you know, 2020 was a crazy year. So, I mean, I, I get that some games that maybe were planned to be launch titles got pushed a bit. Um, you know, for instance, like Deathloop, I, I believe that was talked about to be a, a console launch title, like we said. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. But you're right, it was pushed to May. Um, you know, and we haven't heard hide nor hair of, uh, you know, God of War, you know, tentatively titled or community titled, I guess, Ragnarok. Because uh, apparently that's not actually the name of the game, but whatever. Oh, it made it uh, seem like it was the name. Yeah, according to Co uh, according to Corey Barlog, uh, it is not the name of the game. So, um, and, even though that's what the whole story centered around, I could call it anything really. But um, <laughs> apparently, it'll be out. It'll be out when it's done, and that is one hundred percent fair. But uh, your marketing said that it was supposed to come out in first half of 2021. And uh, we haven't heard anything about it except for a teaser that said it would be out in the first half of 2021. Yeah. I mean, so like, we're just wondering if you would tell us when it was coming out, Corey. Yeah. That's all it's... we wanted to know. If you don't know, that's all you got to say, Corey. Just tell us it'll come out <laughs> later this year or maybe next year. Who knows? Yeah. TBA. I don't fucking care. Yeah, for real. If it, Just if let yeah. me know if I need to start getting hype. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, yeah. a, like a spade. Like, let's just call it spade a spade. Like, some people will say, like, well, they didn't actually say when it's coming out. No, no, no. Let's not do that. Because they said first half, this is your first state of play. You're not going to do another mm -hmm. one till maybe April. And by that point, that's not first half, you know? Mm -hmm. <laughs> we'll just... Well, first first half of 2021 is... Uh, when is fiscal year end? I would say June, I think right? It, I, I, think the, I think the fiscal year ends in June, but we'll see. I don't know. Oh, the actual physical year. I get what you're saying. That's... It's all meat and potatoes at this point. I just want to see Horizon or something. Someone's like, were you expecting Uncharted 5? I'm like, no, but... <laughs> Look, <laughs> Nintendo didn't get a pass. Sony doesn't get a pass for these press, for these press conferences. <laughs> I mean, look, these directs that they did. <laughs> uh, from something I just saw, the fiscal year... This was from 2019 to 2020. It was October 1st, 2019 to September 30th, 2020. Mm -hmm. So I guess it would be about, if September 30th was that one, it would be like September something Yeah, so this that year would, would be. That would mean the end of March would be the first half of the fiscal year, right? So mm -hmm. Q, Q3 is uh, March to June then. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, they're definitely not doing what they had originally said. <laughs> they're like, no, we we got to backpedal on this. Let the fans know, okay. people. I just, yeah, just you know, well, I I I don't I don't speak for everybody, of course, but it's like I'm I'm more than willing to wait. To just can you give me a time frame? You know, you already <laughs> said you were going to put it out this time. You know, so if you just you say, well, we need a bit more time. You know. Later this year. Okay, that's cool. Just let me know. That's all I want. <laughs> nothing more. Nothing, no, nothing. I don't know. 
Oh gosh, what a crazy! But no, outside of it, it just eh, there's some cool games out there for people like a lot of like indie-ish type games coming out because like I forgot the name of it, but it reminded me of the Pathless. I forgot the name of that game. It, it that was in the state of play. Yeah, that was in the state of play. That reminded me of yeah that. Um, let's see. Let's talk about some art outriders. These two, like Stone and. Jacob are the only I haven't played it yet. So, what do you guys think so far? It seems okay. Um, it didn't blow me away. Uh, I think the story is solid. Um, I think the gunplay is okay. Uh, the cover probably could use a little bit of work, I think. Um I think it kind of has problems, like the division has problems, where it's kind of hard to play solo, because uh, it feels like there's just a lot of shit going on, and it doesn't scale well with uh, one person. Mm-hmm. So uh, the abilities are really cool. Um, I like the armor effects that they have because they have uh, like the effects on the armor that will modify your skills. So there's that's where a lot of the customization will come from. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, it seems interesting. Uh, I like that uh, there's actually, like, story reasons for why you can respawn, basically, <laughs> which is cool. A lot of games just gloss over that, so that's mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess I'll be the negative one. Um <laughs> Is that like, uh, like 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 uh, like one of my favorite podcasts? Say first we, we start with love, and then we'll... <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, well, the fact that it's called a demo. Me and you discussed this the other day, Stone. It, it shouldn't be called a demo. They should have labeled it as a beta, because the problems that are in it, like there's some sound syncing issues that I mm-hmm. look, I'm not in game development. I don't know how hard that is to fix. Uh, but it's some pretty bad syncing. Like, there's yeah. bad syncing with sounds. There's also bad syncing with uh, subtitles. I don't know mm-hmm. if the subtitles are just automatically on, but they were on for me. And it was like, they would be off by, like, several lines, and then it would catch up all of a sudden. And I'm like, they did not, like, check that out, I don't guess. Mm-hmm. Um, then I think you kind of, like... It's definitely more geared towards multiple people because of the, like, how the AI just will hardcore, like, I I was telling these guys, I kicked in a door, like, it was a cutscene, and then as the game loaded in, there were already enemies, seven enemies shooting me, right? And I lost a quarter of my health, and it was like, uh, like, if there were multiple people that would still not be good like game design because you were already mm-hmm. all getting shot. Mm-hmm. But I probably wouldn't have lost a quarter of my health. My Everybody would have got spread out and shot multi- mm-hmm. uh, equally. But still, like, uh, I don't know. It, it seems a little, uh, what do you call it, uh, underbaked in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, and if this is what they're going to give us, it may be something that needs to be baked a little bit longer. Yeah, uh, usually demos are a completed, like, finished product sort of thing. So, this is like, this is the stuff 
whenever you say you have a demo, it just means that like you got this is like the first level. This is the finished game, right? Um, whereas a beta is like, well, we have all the pieces in here, all the the features and mechanics that we want in here, but some things need polish, right? Um, whereas a demo is supposed to be finished and polished and it's supposed to be nice and be like, this is what you're going to get on day one. Um, sound syncing issues, I think that could be fixed in a day one patch. I don't mm-hmm. think that would be anything crazy that they could not do. I think it's just a timing thing, right? I think it's like, it's not calling the, uh, the you know, that audio at the right time, right? Mm-hmm. So it just needs, they need to fiddle with some lines of code and get it to call it at the correct time. Um, so I wouldn't think that would be too terribly difficult. Um, because it seemed like it was doing it pretty consistently too. So it's probably more of like a system level thing as opposed to like a few like bad broken lines of code or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's like you change like one line of code and it'll fix all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all I know is I saw it like when I was watching like someone got shot and I was like, Where's the gun sound? And it came like five seconds later. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that happens a lot. Um, see so yeah, that 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 shit's needs to get fixed for sure. Um, yeah, the, but I think there's some scaling issues like with encounters and difficulty and stuff that they need to address as well. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know, it seems okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like it. It seems like a seems like a decent game. Like I think I'll wait. I, I'm not gonna pre-order anything. I'm not gonna like buy it day one or anything. I think I'll probably end up waiting. You know, a couple weeks. Let some tryhards get the end game and see what it's like. And then if they like it, then maybe I'll get into it. So same. Uh, to kind of end this on a uh, kind of like what, you ever a compliment sandwich or whatever, where like <laughs> you gave sandwich. some positive. <laughs> talked about the negative uh like i don't know about the shooting aspect i haven't played enough and played enough tested enough of the guns out to see that but i will say from the three skills that i got in my class which i picked the trickster which is Mm -hmm. about like warping and time warps and moving around and that sort of stuff that was fun and i thought it was also uh the time warp mechanic where like you create this bubble, like there's been characters like I, I forget who in destiny, but one of the ter- characters can make like a bubble and borderlands. There's characters that can make a bubble. Mm-hmm. Right. But in this one, anything that enters that bubble, it, they move slow. Time is slow. Mm-hmm. Right. Except for you and your allies and even bullets fired in move slow. And that's one of the coolest things I've seen in games like mm-hmm. that aspect, that art style, whatever you want to call it, that visual is one of the coolest things because it's not like a scripted thing. You can do this at any point in, when you're fighting. And like if you're surrounded on all sides, you will be in a bubble with bullets coming in at you at all sides. And I mm-hmm. did find out, I think if you walk into the bullets, you take damage, which is kind of weird because they've slowed down. Um but, yeah, that's uh, really weird from my design perspective, too. But, yeah, keep going. Um, I'll have to double-check. But, but I feel like I was still getting injured if I w- walked into them. I feel like they needed mm-hmm. to tweak that then. But, anyway, like, yeah, just that. Like, there's other 
other abilities that I'll unlock, but I think no matter what, I'm going to keep that one, even though it kind of has a long cooldown, just because of, like, the implications it has on the battlefield. Mm -hmm. Like, if you're playing with other people, I can warp in, like, slow down like a boss for, I don't know how long it lasts, five, ten seconds, and just can, everybody can wreck damage on whatever's mm -hmm. in the circle. It's just... And, yeah, that art style is cool. So, I look, and the cool thing that they did, I don't know if this is what it's going to be like in the full game, but in the demo, after the prologue, they, like, tell you, like, hey, you can skip the prologue now, and mm -hmm. you can create three new characters and try out the other classes. Yeah. Right? Like, you don't have to replay the prologue every time. Once you play the prologue, you can go ahead and create a new character. You've already seen that stuff. You just get to start in with your abilities. Mm -hmm. And that, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I think so too. Um, but yeah, the, as far as... Um, so, like how design works for guns and things, um, from what I understand of it, uh, you know, watching documentaries and that sort of thing, um, essentially what they do whenever you fire a gun in a video game is they draw a line from the tip of the gun to, like wherever it would go from there. And if it's mm -hmm. hitting a character, that character gets damaged, right? Yeah. Um, and it's essentially, like, instantaneous, right? So they just, like... It, it's, like, point and click, and it's done, right? They don't actually, like, render a bullet and have the bullet travel a lot of times. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's interesting that they are actually, like, firing bullets, um at you and you are getting hit with the actual bullet. The reason you would take damage uh, from the frozen bullets hanging in the air is because mm -hmm. the uh, the bullet itself has a hurt box. So whenever you your hitbox of your character interacts with that hurt box, that's what makes you take damage. So yeah. that's, that's why it was doing that. Because in the game code, it's just a box that says, I deal damage whenever I touch things. Um, yeah. So... But it's it's neat that they're actually like firing bullets, and I didn't realize that they were doing that because you can't really tell the difference. <laughs> um, yeah, you freeze yeah. time, for instance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which, you're right. You can't like. I is... mean, like when you play like a. Go ahead. No, no, you're fine. Go for it. Uh, well, like, like you're talking about, like in most games, it is like I think it's called hit scan, mm -hmm, generally. Yeah. Like, it's instantaneous, but, like, modern first-person shooters are kind of moving away from that because of, mm -hmm. like, how unrealistic that is. If I click a sniper rifle and you're 1,000, 1,500 meters away, it's going to take a little bit for it to get there. Maybe a second, second and a half. That's it enough time. Be, it shouldn't be instantaneous. Like, I click on your head and you fall over. Like, so, but... um. Yeah, no, that that was interesting. Good. Go ahead, Perry. I was just going to say, like, these guys had this conversation, like, Thursday night when the demo came out. And, like, after uh, uh, me and Jacob got off the phone, Stone's like, you going to be on the podcast this weekend? <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> it was just cool. Yeah. And, like, Outriders, like I said, I, like to, I have yet to play it. <laughs> Hopefully mm -hmm. we can yeah. get that in today. I don't know what you got going on today, Jacob. I, I don't know. After this podcast is over, I think I'm going to mourn Anthem. <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that what you're going to do? Mourn Anthem? I think Anthem. so. Because <laughs> it did. It finally got shut down. Oh. Took it out back. They shot it in the head. <laughs> <laughs> They're done with it. 
Washing See, your hands of it. <laughs> I, I, I can't agree with what you just said. They didn't take it out back and shoot it in the head. They <laughs> left it chained to a furnace in a dark room uh, and are slowly letting it starve. Because it's technically the servers are still online. You can oh. go and play it, right? But it's just going to sit there and starve and starve until there's no reason for them to keep the servers up. And then they'll just, it'll just die. I'll just turn the furnace off and let it walk away. Yeah. Yeah. Did I make it too dark? I'm sorry. No, no you're, that's, you're a, that's a fair. That's, that's fair. My, my but, problem yeah. is that they tried it. Well, apparently the reason why they had to stop is because of COVID. And so they had to focus on the well, I mean, it's been two years. Yeah. It's been two fucking years, Barry. If they I if mean, they weren't gonna put something out now, they would never were, you know. Yeah, well, they didn't yeah. actually start so. until what last year, technically. Yeah, when everything started, but like, you should have saw that the where your player base was dwindling that fast. You should have, like, oh shit, we should do something, right then and there. Yeah, well, they 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 tried to do something, and then they said, well, we gotta focus on these other games, and now they're just like, well, nope, we're gonna shut down this uh, update after this game. Wash our hands of it. We got your money already, so fuck it. That's I yeah. mean, it's just EA, like uh, based off of, like we can tie this into like Outriders or whatnot. Like I've said this to uh, Jacob yesterday. Like, look, it's looking like three straight months of Monster Hunter Rise, just based off the conversations we've had about this game and what's been coming out. I just like something about live services games are just ridiculous right now. I don't, I don't know. All, it, a lot of AAA development is just kind of like, what the hell is going on right now? sort of thing yeah like you get you get like a small dev like you know five people that puts out a crazy you know sensationalized game you know for 20 bucks and then you get people who put out these you know massive studios with like hundreds of people on development that create you know spent like 10 years making a triple a game and then it, it just kind of sucks yeah i'm like that's shout out to Velham as a past four million that's all that <laughs> copies <laughs> Yeah, but um, Anthem, like I said, it was fun for like whenever we played it, it just stopped. I, I think mean, what, yeah, the what the gameplay of it's fine. the The gunplay is great. The flying in it was great. The story sucked. The in game grind was terrible, and yeah. they really just needed to add more content. Honestly, they have uh, they have a fourth dungeon in there now. I guess so. There's four. I guess. Mm. Well, what rubbed me the wrong way is, like, I don't know if I told you this, Jacob, though, like, you know, when we got to the end of the game and, like, we faced the boss and, like, you couldn't, mm-hmm. even, we couldn't even beat the boss. It was like, eh, I really don't want to play this anymore then, you know, like. We didn't like, beat the boss? I thought we did beat the boss. You beat him, but you don't actually get to kill him. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, well, I just, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I'm like, I don't want to play anymore this game. <laughs> Yeah. Because it's like, it was, I don't know, games that do that are just like, well, what's the point? I'm like, I know you're probably setting up for more content, but if that content's not ever going to come, what's the point? I don't know. Yeah, and that's the problem with live service games, right? Just think of, like, if Destiny didn't work, right? Yeah. Of, like, you're, they already drip-fed the story through online stuff that, like, you had to leave the game to read it to get the story, right, mm-hmm. essentially. And just imagine if, like, Destiny didn't work. That, like, they had talked about they had this 10-year story to tell and all that stuff. And it's like, 
now you just know that was all marketing. It, you know that now because it's like, like have they really told like, like, I, I mean I don't know how many years it's been since Destiny originally came out, 2016, something like that yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, it's been a while. I, guess, man. I, uh, I would say 2016. Yeah. Because Destiny uh, 2 is... 2017. No, tw- what, Destiny... Oh, that was 2. Oh, you're talking about Destiny. Destiny 1 came out in 2014. Okay, yeah. So, September 9th... So, so, seven years. So, like... Is this what they meant by, like, ten years of story? Because they got three years left. But, like, they've only had two games and some DLC. And, like... I don't even know what the story is doing. They killed off one of the characters that mo- a lot of people love. Like... Is that your ten-year story? Because it's not really. Yet again, it doesn't seem like a story. Yeah. Right. It's not like you're kind of putting a bad name on story, <laughs> on what stories are. If like, I I, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know what you guys think. Uh, I don't. I I know that Anthem. You know, they they quit development on that on Anthem Next for whatever whatever that was. Um, they moved that whole team to be development on, you know, Dragon Age and Mass Effect, and uh, you know, they're trying to continue to provide updates on like Star Wars: The Old Republic. So I guess that's cool, whatever. Um, so you know, they're working on the next Dragon Age and the next Mass Effect, and you know, those are Bioware's bread and butter. So hopefully mm-hmm. they uh, they make them good. Yeah, I you think because I think the only problem Anthem is... Anthem's a bad spot. Yeah, like I think that's what everyone felt like this is like bioware like wait <laughs> like they don't make bad games uh-huh. like and then of course like when jason schreier came out with his little thing about oh, just that guy in general how does he have the context <laughs> right like for real <laughs> it's just crazy I, like i feel like if you were to like do an interview with him you'd be scared shitless but that could be wrong <laughs> i don't know like, only if you're making a bad game, Barry. Like, yeah, only if you're making. <laughs> I mean, but the thing is, well, be, well more like if you have crunch. If you have yeah. crunch, you should worry. Yeah, if you have crunch, you're like, well, <laughs> I know Jason Schreier. Expect a call from. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jason Schreier. I mean, actually, if you think about it, he's like three for three when I think of it. Like Anthem, Cyberpunk, Naughty Dog. <laughs> the dude does not give. A what fuck. do you mean? Huh. I mean, he's the one that covers the mean, story. He's the one that covers the story. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He he he's kind of turned turned into the crunch police. <laughs> he's like, oh really? You guys were crunching this? I just need just yeah. that one word. <laughs> and it was like <laughs> Jason Charge. <laughs> but no, um, yeah. Bioware. Yeah. Speaking of Dragon Age and Bioware and all yeah, that. Yeah, they're, they're about to, you know making it single player. I thought it was already single player. Yeah, Dragon Age 4 uh, will reportedly be single-player only now that, you know, Anthem has completely failed. So, um, what were you going to do before, Bioware? Were you going to make it a damn live service game? Why? They were. Because EA, it wasn't Bioware, it was EA, right, Mm -hmm. had put out a thing in 2017 saying every game in development from here on out has to have a live service component. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, thankfully, I guess this is the one good thing from Anthem failing is it failed so terribly and other live service games haven't been doing the best 
right? You have your exceptions, but mm-hmm. uh, that thankfully that failed so hard, and I guess according to some articles, Jedi Fallen Order did so well, and it was a story-only game that those two things made EA realize that well maybe not all games need to be live service games and so they're allowing uh what you call it uh Dragon Age to be story or only a single player game but we don't know about Mass Effect Mass Effect's had multiplayer in the past that one could still end up being a live service game that'd be awful and, I mean, I don't know. I feel like you can have a multiplayer mode in Mass Effect. Some people like that, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could be, it could be okay. It could be fun to have a, a multiplayer mode in a game that you like. You, you can use the same mechanics and play multiplayer PvP. A lot of people like PvP, you know. Not my mm-hmm. thing. A lot of people like it. You more power to it, you know. That's the tropes, different folks, sort of thing. Um, you know, but I, I'm glad that at least they're taking note of, you know, the success of single-player games like Jedi Fallen Order, for instance, and maybe they'll make more single-player story-driven experiences in the Star Wars universe because they have the exclusive license to do so. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like so, <laughs> you know, I just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I the Inquisition had a really stupid fucking multiplayer mode in it, too, you know. Like, a, it, it was just tacked on to it and it just didn't feel right right like it was completely different yeah it had nothing to do with the main story it was just like you can also play a multiplayer arcadey thing in here i guess if you want we we had to put it in here because the a said so yeah like mm-hmm. we, like we didn't so. want to do it but but like sad to remember that part like where ea said like oh single player games are dying i was like wait what <laughs> Do you know what you're talking about? <laughs> Have you heard of The Witcher? <laughs> Have you heard of God of War? Horizon? Zelda? Horizon. <laughs> A- any PlayStation exclusive. Period. You ever <laughs> say The Last of Us? Have you heard of that game? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Well, but The Last of Us 1 had great multiplayer. <laughs> yeah, like, it did. Like, yeah, it did have a good multiplayer. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like, and that had like, a good it, it was so... Good work. Uh, I remember I never played it, but I watched Achievement Hunter play the crap out of The Last of Us multiplayer, and it's wild that Last of Us 2 didn't get that, because, like, when it, the first one came out, like, I don't know, like, small squad-based shooters was not, not like, uh, as big when... Mm-hmm. The Last of Us 1 came out, but that's a little bit bigger now. You have games like Rainbow Six Siege, where it's small squad-based sh- shooter. And, like, I could see, like, you using that engine with the realism in it to make, like, a really good, like, third-person squad-based shooter mm-hmm. that's gritty and Last of Us 2, or Last of Us themed. Yeah. But, no, they're just probably going to move on to their next game. Uh, which might be Uncharted. Uncharted five. seventeen and a half. We ripped <laughs> off Indiana Jones, the sequel prequel. Hey, speaking of which, I didn't put pre sequel. I didn't put this into there the pre sequel. Is technically like Uncharted three, though. That's the problem. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I'm the only one that hear this played Uncharted. Yeah, man. I, 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 yeah. I, so <laughs> okay. you are. Yeah. Um. 
freaking oh, I didn't put it in the what's it called, but Tom Holland said that he uh mishandled his his acting in the Uncharted movie. So I don't know what that means. Yeah. Uh- is he trying to say like I did horrible acting before the movie <laughs> comes out? Does he? Yeah. He know it's not out yet. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is though, that movie's got well, pushed back. Holland. But that movie got pushed back again, so I don't know. They could probably call him back in. Well, they're all trying to. Hmm? Uh, well, they're also trying to wait for theaters to open up. Yeah, that too. Mm-hmm. That too. I mean, we were supposed to have a Bond movie last year. I'm still ready for it just James Bond. Gotta... I don't care. Like I know I'm like I'm like I'm a big Marvel fan or whatnot. I really like it, but just give me my James Bond. <laughs> I gotta see Daniel Craig go out with a bang. That's just me. As I dig- I digress. Uh, <laughs> where else would you guys like to go? My PlayStation Five is going to be expanding its internal storage this summer. Hey, you guys feel like it's a little too late? No, you don't think so. Well, it's uh, it feels late for me, <laughs> right? Because I'm already having to play musical chairs with games because of how big games are. But <laughs> considering well, not everybody that wants a PS5 has a PS5 yet, no, it's not late. Yeah. Well, that. That's one big factor, I think. But another one is that there's really not a lot of like PS5 games. Most of the games that you can play on PS5 are still just PS4 games, and you can run those off of an external drive. Well, apparently, so, I was listening. You know, to, oh, sorry, I was, I was listening to the Counterpoint podcast yesterday about that, and they said that the problem with it is that you have a problem updating games from the external hard drive. Really? Yeah, it won't recognize it. Hmm. So. Okay, well that's a problem. <laughs> yeah. See, the, uh, see, I don't also don't trust an external hard drive. Like, I know the save data would be on the console. I think mm. I would hope, yeah. but still, like, I don't know. Like, I know it's a short cable, and the speed of the cable will be good enough to handle it. But still, the fact that it's not directly connected. Does that, am I making sense? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, like I say, I think there are options, right? So mm-hmm. as long as you get a uh, an external hard drive that you think would be able to handle it, I think it should be fine. Yeah. Because um, there, are, there are a lot of options out there, right? Um, but, you know, and that's only for your, your PS4 library of games. Like, you know, if you want to replay God of War... Or anything from the PlayStation collection that they gave you to, you know, have some stuff to play on your new PS5, but, you know, to kind of tide you over. Um, you know, because, uh, like we were saying, uh, you know, there's very few, like, actual, like, PlayStation 5 titles. Like, um, like Borderlands 3, you get that upgrade, so you can upgrade to the PS5 version of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would require you to have that installed on, you know, PS5. Um there is, uh, you know, the Demon Souls uh, remake. There is um, the Miles Morales game, um, but I don't know. There's probably only really like a handful of like actual, true like PlayStation Five games that you would have to have installed on your uh, hard drive in order to run them. 
Yeah. So. Well, so if you're saying that you have to, if it's going to be upgraded, you have to have it on your actual hard drive. Mm-hmm. Well, Call of Duty uh, yeah. alone is 120. That's if yeah. you don't have Warzone, right? If you have Warzone, I think it's another 100 gigs. I don't. I del- I deleted that. Um. Uh, oh man, what's the other big one? Uh, Division. The division, like I don't know if I could play that off of an external hard drive because it has like the technically PS5 stuff with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's another hundred gigs. I have another uh, Cyberpunk. I think is the only game that's huge that I could probably play off of a um, external, hard drive. external hard drive, and I could probably just delete that. Yeah, right, because it's probably going to be a bit before I kick it up again but like that's really like i i have assassin's creed mahalo that's a ps5 upgrade um all my games that i have on there are actually ps5 upgraded games except for cyberpunk yeah so i Mm -hmm. i'm at i'm at i'm pretty much at the limit i had to delete the ps5 version of watchdogs just to be able to play um the outrider demo because i also have 77 gigs of other on my hard drive Mm -hmm. and they don't even tell you what that is it's just this is used it's system data used and it's like okay well like even after deleting watchdogs it like cleared up like five gigs so now i have 72 gigs of other and it's like well watchdogs had an extra five gigs of other with it don't know what that is like some online component, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But it like, just yes, I I'm looking forward to this new. I'll <laughs> buy a two hundred dollar, I guess, SSD to install just to have another five hundred gigs, I guess, or <laughs> terabyte. I don't I don't remember what I was telling you, Perry. I don't know if I don't remember if yeah. they were terabyte or terabyte and a half, but yeah. it'll be nice. Yeah, I think the thing is though is that. When you when I heard that like yeah it has a problem but like once you install it into the game there, that problem disappears and it's like every time you start it up though like every time mm-hmm. you restart your PlayStation it's like we cannot recognize that and like I think I tried to uh, a week ago I thought about like when we had all the snow here in Kentucky um, I thought about uh, you know doing an insanity workout because I had it and like I I remember being able to like use my flash drive to do it like through my PS three and four i thought it'd be the same way mm-hmm. like with external hard drive and he said well we cannot it said like we cannot recognize this external hard drive i'm like wait what mm. okay so i was like whatever yeah <laughs> it's kind of weird i'm like it was the 2.0 and all that you know like so uh it might be a thing where like ps5 might only Except hard drives, things that have been converted to—is it FAT32? Yeah, I like, mean, there's I think, a certain format. Yeah, it told you, like it says, like it has to be converted, and it will lose all the files that are on there. I'm like, well, that's not happening. <laughs> well, if you take it, well, if you take all the files off and then convert it to that, and then put all the files back on, it'll then read it. Mm. Mm. It's yet again. It, it, <laughs> the, it, for some reason, it's picky. Yeah, I always said that's just doing the most, and I just didn't feel like doing it. 
It wanted to be bougie. Yeah. I didn't want to be bougie at the time. I just wanted to work out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, let's see. But there's something going on with these live services games, though, being super huge, though, because like there was an article saying that Call of Duty might not even work on a 500 gigabyte PlayStation anymore. It's like that's just too huge. Yeah. Uh, so it's the um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War and Modern Warfare slash Warzone. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently, if you have all of the content from that game um, installed, which is like all the, you know, like the Black Ops, you know, Cold War, and then there's the Warzone, you know, portion of it, or portion mm-hmm. of it, you know, zombies and the campaign and uh, everything. If you have all that shit installed on it, uh, you might not have room to actually keep it on a base model PS4 with the 500 gig hard drive. It's so it's going to take up more space than what is allowable, and it won't be able to update properly. It's yeah, insane. <laughs> which is in fucking insane. Yeah, like so. I just looked at the back of my Cold War case, which I didn't get like the one where you. I think you get Modern Warfare with it. So mm-hmm. I don't even know how big Modern Warfare is, but Cold War it says minimum two eighty five. Now, luckily, they allow you to install things in like segments. Mm. Like so, when I did install it, so I have 120 gigs installed on my PlayStation 5 for that. That does not include the campaign. That does not include Warzone, right? That is just the online multiplayer. I don't know how the online multiplayer, which is probably ran mostly through servers, right? Mm-hmm. No, how it's 120 gigs. <laughs> it's probably they just don't have it compressed, you know. It's mm-hmm. such a huge file that they just don't have time to compress it and then actively stream it, like, the data into the engine that it needs. Um, yes. So I'm guessing that they probably just leave it uncompressed and it's fucking massive because it's not compressed <laughs> at all. Because um, it's got time. a huge map and it's trying to... like well, you, you, have to, you have to stream that pretty quickly because you have, you know really fast-paced, um, you know, uh, gunplay and everything. So, like, you have a, you move around a lot and very quickly, and you need to have a, a lot of data at your fingertips at all times, basically. So, <laughs> Yeah. Oh, boy. Just seeing that, like, just seeing how much, like, each game, like, live service games, like, is over 100 gigs is like, why? <laughs> yeah, we'll I mean, see with Outriders. I mean, the demo is... 18 20 gigs mm-hmm. so i mean that's a pretty big demo we'll see with the full yeah i mean hopefully it's not five times bigger yeah like, like it so, probably will so it was like so what do i do like how like what is everybody doing for storage i'm like well you just have to pick one and stick with it if you want to play other games <laughs> Your yeah, and I like I to jump around, so that's always been hard for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, but I want to play this. But I want to play that. This is why I just play Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Jacob played it, it was like earlier this week. He's like, this is trash. I'm like, it's not that bad. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> He's like, how do you do combos? Fight like, me on UFC 4. Where I can actually do combos. <laughs> hey, I've been watching a lot of the Pro League Tour, and I'm just like, how do you guys pull this shit off? 
I just I don't I don't get it. Uh new Pokemon. They also use fight sticks. Huh? They use fight sticks. Still though, how do you pull Most it off? <laughs> I'm over Play all day every day, Perry. I mean, essentially. Uh, yeah, like I was talking to J- uh, Stone, I said, I'm thinking about giving up the podcast, just become a pro league tour member. <laughs> it would take years, I know. <laughs> like Twitch, it's been nice, but I'm trying to, you know. <laughs> I like. Well, you know, maybe next year we could play the new Pokemon game. Yeah, man. Uh, we're getting Pokemon. Oh. Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, Shining Pearl remakes this coming later this year. It's a lot. And of then pretty favorite. quick after that, we're getting this Pokemon Legends Arceus too. Yeah, this is like this new be, game that's coming out. Mm-hmm. This appears to be everyone's favorite region. Mm. I've never played this region of Pokemon. I haven't played four or five, so this is Gen Four. So, mm-hmm. it'll be my first time actually seeing what the hype was about this game. Um, that new game, though, the Pokemon Legends Arceus, um, it looked trash. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? On paper, it sounds really cool. So, like, I haven't, I haven't watched the trailer or anything. You should watch it right now. <laughs> well, well, hey, you know what? Just let the paper decide. <laughs> like the paper. I'm just kidding. Don't. Just, you might want to watch. The- yeah, just go ahead and watch the trailer really fast. I'm not like I'm just saying that like on paper it looks cool. The idea is fun, but that trailer like maybe we should call Nintendo, Sony, or Xbox. Like, look, <laughs> let me do some of this editing or something because. <laughs> yeah, but- I don't. I, I don't know if it's that they didn't have the full game built out yet, so they couldn't show everything in the trailer, or if it's just horrible editing. But, like, and when I say editing, I don't mean, like, splash cuts or, like, how they cut footage. I'm talking about, like, the footage they chose, like, the direction of it was poorly done. Yeah. Because, like, you don't even really really know what you do in the game. Like, how you fight, or, <laughs> like, y- you don't know the actual gameplay part of it. You just see stuff happening. <laughs> oh, I want you to watch this trailer. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> but I do like the concept. Well, I'm, I'm listening to you, and I'm watching the trailer, so. Yeah. I was saying, like, I do like the uh, concept of them... Uh, not just saying like, "Yo, you're in the Sinu raid, like this, the Sinu region of the game," and your starters aren't like just the Gen Four starters. You get to mix and match that kind of thing. Like, oh well, that's cool. Instead of like, I think there's been a lot of memes going like, "I'm just excited that they benched the lizard finally." Of course, that means for Charmander because I don't know. <laughs> Like Cyndaquil over Charmander or whatever. Some people do that. Um, But, like, that whole concept and, like, if it's going to be an open world RPG like they're going for, like, I just need to see more content. <laughs> I mean, it is a reveal trailer, right? So yeah. there's not... It's not like a gameplay, gameplay trailer. Um, As far as the reveal trailer is concerned, like, it looks cool. 
Um, yeah, like as if I mean, that... it's like you see these these Pokemon wandering around the wild, and you can throw Pokeballs at them, interact with them, yeah. and, uh, presumably catch them and train them, and then fight. You know, like a normal Pokemon game. But there's also like other. It's like an action game almost, and they said there's RPG elements in there. So I'm, I'm curious. You've got me interested. Yeah, so. like I said, like it's gonna be something that the Pokemon genre needs because, like, I was saying this to Jacob yesterday. Is that what it need? Like, what it's just. It's gonna be different because you're not gonna have that encounter battle like like whenever you go, like are running the, in the bushes and all something like you encounter a Pokemon that way. It's gonna be like they're open out in the wild. Or you just catch them straight off the rip instead of you know uh, going. Yeah, into it's like you battle. see the Pokemon, you go walk towards it, and you interact with it. Yeah, yeah. And as you, you see the Pokemon, you interact with it, and yeah, like, yeah. Go, go ahead, Perry. Yeah, so it's just gonna be something different. But they said early 2022, people were thinking Switch Pro. I don't know. That's that just like some people are looking like, hmm. Like I, I don't know how people have time to like look at this, but like, well, the opening, like when they show the scene, like of the trainer going out and you see the wild. I'm like, that looks like Breath of the Wild. I'm like, well, like how do you guys ha- have time to look at that or just like make that comparison? <laughs> just I don't know. But like, uh, Pokemon Day was yesterday. Happy anniversary to the Pokemon. Really good games series for me <laughs> i'm just saying and others um <laughs> uh, but i didn't think they did a good job of their pokemon tr- of the of pokemon day like as car as far as revealing stuff because like nintendo direct not so great uh state of play some stuff okay but that was just like oh cool everything like i mean like you're giving me something new <laughs> Like, in terms mm. of, like, we're skipping over the entire, hopefully we're skipping over the entire gym battle, beat the end of story, get the legendary Pokemon, the, defeat the Elite Four, end the game. It's hopefully it's just a brand new story. Well, from what, yeah, I was going to say, from what they described of the game, it's a, it's a prequel to um, the events of the uh, actual, like, uh, I guess, Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Yeah. Um, but it's a you're playing in a time before like established trainers. You're filling out the first Pokedex. Yeah. So you're going like there's supposed to be like some mystery elements to it essentially because you're going around and encountering Pokemon that of course we've seen before as players, like we've encountered them and whatnot, but the the characters themselves have never seen these creatures before. Um so that'll be interesting. So it's um, like a D and D kind of thing. So, a little bit. So, I mean, like, I mean, no, it's going exploring. So, I mean, I was saying like you're like uncharted territory. Yeah, I'm just saying like you know like you as a player, actually your character doesn't know what you as a player do know that kind of thing. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's just cool. Like I said, yeah. I, I like I said, I think I like some of the people that I talk to. Like they're just like I know that's their favorite region. So. Hey, hats mm-hmm. off to him. Like I said, I've never played the region before, but hey, I will later on this year. <laughs> right? Yeah, later on this year. Well, the Pokemon Legends of Arceus is uh, slated to come out next year, twenty twenty two. So, uh, yeah, next year you'll play it next year. Oh, I was talking about. Oh no, never mind. Well, Diamond the, the and remakes will be. Yeah, yeah, the remakes so... will be this year, but the, the Legends will be next yeah. year. So, I would see how that goes. I'm intrigued. So, yeah, I'm just saying I'm playing the Sanu region for the first time. So. Let's see what it's like. I do know those Pokemon. I've just never played the story. 
that kind of thing. Uh, let's see where we got the Final Fantasy Mass Effect Project Tease by uh, Henry Cavill. Final oh, yeah. Fantasy News. Yeah, Cavill getting maybe getting cast it to Mass Effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he had a script that had some blurry words on it. People cleared it up a bit, and it has a bunch of uh, references to uh, creatures and things in the Mass Effect universe. So they're teasing some sort of Mass Effect show or movie that he's getting makeup done for in this scene, I guess, or in this picture. Let's, so. let's just not, please, Henry Cavill, do not follow Emilio Djokovic's footsteps, please. <laughs> um, he killed it as the Witcher, so. <laughs> please. Uh, what? Well, where, so, you? well, I mean, this picture looks like he's on the set of The Witcher, because that looks like his hair for The Witcher. Mm-hmm. But the the script that's in that's kind of blurry that people have been able to like upres, you can tell that it at least says Geth, which is from Mass Effect. So I don't know if he's actually on the set of the Mass Effect shoot or whatever it is, but I think he's reading a script for the whatever he's might be involved with. Mm-hmm. Cause that straight up looks like Geralt's hair that's on his head in the picture. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, yeah. I'm just like, I mean that that whole thing is a tease. They're begging people to to look at this and be like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just like Henry Cavill was like, "Okay, RPG, I'll do it." <laughs> I did. I did watch that uh, Angry Joe thing because, like, you know, there's this thing going on that they're rebooting Superman. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you watch yeah, that on the CW? The new show. No, 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 no. We're no, talking about, I did not. Well, uh, <laughs> no, they're remaking like the Superman movies. Like J.J. Abrams is rebooting Man of Steel. Like a, it's going to be like a soft reboot. <laughs> With Henry Cavill? <laughs> no, no. Supposedly Henry Cavill's out again. Henry Cavill is my Superman. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Like nobody else. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing though. Like he said that. Wasn't there like a report that he was back as playing Superman? I think Jen shared that. No, like he was back playing Superman. So, what? It's just dumb. But anyways, uh, uh, Angry Joe is like, I wish Marvel would come in and just take over DC because they would know how to care for these damn <laughs> characters. <laughs> well, maybe not Marvel, but Kevin Feige. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kevin Feige. Would just know what the fuck to Feige do. would. <laughs> Feige would write a whole like twenty-year script for the entire DC universe in probably thirty minutes. He probably already thought of it and already has it done, and is just waiting for somebody, whoever is like, who own Warner Brothers owns DC, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. For waiting for Warner Brothers to come to him and be like, "Do you have anything?" <laughs> My headphones are dying, so I gotta plug them in real quick. Oh gosh, that's funny. But uh, like uh, in that video, though, Jacob, he's like, "Well, Wonder Woman two, like, what if it's a, a success?" And I was like, "Next second, he's just like staring at the computer, like, yeah. <laughs> we love you, Gal Gadot, but that just wasn't a great movie." <laughs> No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, Yagato's fine. I think it was the writing behind yeah. it. But, yeah, yeah. It, it it was poorly written. 
But no, like hopefully they get that scarred away. But no, they are not the super. I do want to see Lois and Clark though. Well, is it, is it Superman and you Lois? You do? I think it's CW? Superman and Lois. Superman on the and CW. Lois. Yeah, on the CW. The the Smallville reboot. Yeah. He's already. I mean, I think he already has like a kid and all that kind of stuff. I think he's already Superman in it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it. Yeah, I called it a reboot, but it's not really a reboot. It's <laughs> it's a continuation of that story, I guess. They have a, a new actor playing Superman, and they got Lois, and they're out at the Kent farm, and they the I guess the main character will be Superboy in high school. So oh, oh, it looks, someone asked me before I watch it. Well, okay. one of our friends will definitely be in love with that. Yeah. Are you sure? Perry Tom, knows who I'm talking about. But Tom Welling's not in it, you know. <laughs> I have a feeling. He's adapted. He'll love it. I mean, heck, the dude still wants to check out Godfall. But whatever, that's a different story. <laughs> no, seriously, he said, like, I, I can't wait to play Godfall. I was like, wait, what? Uh, what? No. I think that one's dead. It was DOA. <laughs> Well, I mean, maybe when it gets in the, like the five dollar bin. <laughs> yeah, there you go. You know. Yeah, he's like, well, it, I've, already, I've already seen gameplay for it. I'm like, it looks cool. I'm like, nah, bro. Trust me. <laughs> I would not. Yeah, leave like you I mean, it, like look, if you get Anthem for five bucks, I would recommend playing Anthem for like three to five dollars. That's probably fine. Yeah, you I know, see. you'll get three to five dollars worth of enjoyment out of that game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can say that now because of like. There's going to be nobody to play with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Part of the, no, part of the be... fun of that game was playing with other people, having like all the mm -hmm. different types of well, anthems. Sorry, I forgot the name of the suits. All the different types of anthems. The javelins. Javelins. There you go. Javelins. Fighting together and like using the different abilities and stuff. But if you're just like one person, like. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but the sorcerer one or whatever, the one that could like summon ice or whatever, uh, it, he was a little squishy. Yeah, uh, that was my main, actually. So, yeah, it was a bit squishy. So, like playing solo, man, that might be rough. <laughs> yeah, that, that one was called the storm, I think. I say, I yeah, will, there you go. I will not lead you astray like Sony is. With this PlayStation Plus for Final Fantasy VII Remake. I will not lead you astray. Because that's some bullshit. <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. Mm. That's some bullshit. The game's on sale right now. Grab it on sale. Do not grab this PlayStation Plus. Like, people's like, well, it gives them, like, the opportunity to, like, play the game. I'm like, yeah, but then you're telling them to buy the game again to be able to play the upgraded version. Nah. Just play, just buy it. Uh... What I'm referring to is that uh, during the state of play, Final Fantasy VII revealed, I mean, uh, Square Enix revealed that Final Fantasy VII will be getting an intergrade to be able to upgrade to the PS5. Okay, cool. So if you have the game right now, you will be getting the free upgrade. However, they also reveal just a section where you'll be playing as Yuffie, one of a fan favorite characters of all time, mine. Uh, she's a ninja. She's wearing a Moogle suit. This the events are. None of this means anything to me. Uh, the events are going to be taking be taking place during the uh, time where Cloud. This spoiler, but whatever. Um, where Cloud is with Aerith, right after at that after around chapter three of the Final Fantasy VII remake game. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Thanks for sp- spoiling that. Yeah. God. I know. Spoiler. I like. Yeah. The, how do you spoil something that's already been done? Spent <laughs> twenty plus years. You know, we we can't kind of fight with that. Uh, hey, but you guys were telling me it was a different game. We already had this argument before. <laughs> you said it was a completely different game. I mean, it is at the so end. Yeah. Win game of the year. It is at the end. It's a it's a remake, so it, it's a different game. Yeah. Yeah. So. So you and can it, spoil it then. Yes, you can. There yeah. there are some changes that take effect and it can be spoiled. Yeah, so. but. Uh, but the game's been out for a fucking year, so fuck off. <laughs> yeah. So seriously, and we don't. Hey, I the... tried to beat it. It just won't let me do the pull ups. Like I said, like you do those pull ups, <laughs> bro. You'll be good. Then again, like that game was already a hundred gigs, so yeah. I'll come over and do the pulps for you, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> but no, uh, essentially, it's been taking place in there. You're just like, but that that is specifically for PS5 users only. So if you're playing on your PS4 right now, and you feel like you want to play some more, you want to play as Yuffie, you need a PS5 to be able to play this version. My problem is, is that they're revealing this game for f- the free on the PlayStation Plus, which is dope if you think about it, but you will not get the free upgrade for the PlayStation 5. I am totally against that. That is just some bullshit on so many parts. No one can change my opinions about that. I don't care. See, <laughs> I don't, well, I don't understand how that works, though. Like, you, usually whenever you get a game as part of PlayStation Plus, it's it's added to your library like you bought it. You know, yeah. it even, they, like, I get emails from PlayStation, like, the, the store saying, thank you for your purchase whenever I add yeah. it to my library, you know? So, I don't understand how they're differentiating these. Like, people who got them from PlayStation Plus versus people who actually just bought the damn game. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, it's like, well, you get to play the game, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, but if it's on sale right now and you know that version is going to come out, you might as well just spend the thirty bucks. It's it's half off. I think it's actually forty five percent off right now on the PlayStation Store. Mm. Just buy the game. I mean, like, but, but Matt, maybe not everybody wants to spend twenty five, thirty bucks to just play one character. Then, in the future, right? Oh, I'm just saying, like, in the like, if you buy it now. You would be able to I know. If you buy it now, then you will be able to play Yuffie, right? Yeah. That's kind of your argument. But maybe not. people don't want to spend that money to just play you. Essentially, yes, they get the whole game, but the extra then is to play Yuffie on the PS5. Maybe they'll just play the free version and be okay with not being able to play Yuffie on the PS5. Does that make sense? I mean, yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but it's just like, eh. If the option's there, and like, if I know I'm going to get a PS5 later down the road, mm-hmm. just go ahead and grab it. That's what I'm saying, because you're going to buy the DLC anyways. And then, what? essentially, how much is the DLC? How long is the DLC? What, five hours? <laughs> if that. Yeah. So, I mean, if you're planning on playing it, and you, you want to experience, like, the UFI stuff and everything else, and get the upgrades, then probably go ahead and pick it up while it's on sale. Because, uh, yeah, you're not going to be able to get the free upgrade that they're touting if you don't actually buy it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, but if you want to experience one of the greatest games of all time, 
Go for it. <laughs> That's just my saying. I mean, I didn't suck a stick that hard, but all right. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't know about one of the greatest games of all time. Yet again, the argument is: is it different from the original? I would agree. Even though I never played it, I would say the original might be one of the greatest games of all time. I don't mm -hmm. know if this remake is. It's remake. got it like it. It has a lot of good stuff. Don't get me wrong. It's a, it's a good it's a good game and it's a good. But play. is it the greatest game of all time? No. I mean, it's not even complete. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Get saying, like Final Fantasy VII, one of the greatest games. So <laughs> relive, relive that enhanced version, whatever. Right, relive know. it as you see it through your nostalgia brain. Yeah, me personally. Uh, let's see what else do we have. Uh, Nomura is stepping away from being the director. I didn't realize that. But still very hands-on. Probably a good thing, really. <laughs> it means I get done quicker, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, no, nah, don't get me wrong. Like, Tazina Nomura, uh, Nomura he's a fantastic critic mind. Don't get me wrong. I just don't think that... Like, I, I think that he isn't as adept at managing, like, production and people as he probably should be, which is why it took Kingdom Hearts 3 and Final Fantasy VII Remake, like, fucking a decade to come out. Like, they yeah. they originally were going to put out the first episode of the Final Fantasy VII Remake uh, with the 25th anniversary, I think, of uh, seven. I think yeah. that was when it was originally denounced or something. And then they pushed it back to, like, the 30th anniversary of Final Fantasy, I think, or something like that. Mm -hmm. So, like, a few years later. But they were, they were going to do it with, like, a 25-year celebration for uh, Final Fantasy VII coming out. But he... He just he was in charge and couldn't get it done. So, like he's a fantastic creative mind, and he does a lot of like cool stuff, and has a lot of, um, you know, it still should have a lot of influence inside of the uh, development of the game, I think. But as far as like day to day management and stuff like that, I don't think it's really for him. So yeah, he's like, he's like well, you know, I'm stepping away, but we're still well. It might produce it faster, like get it done faster. Maybe that's how Yuffie came about. You know, maybe they are working on part two. <laughs> as we speak. Probably, yeah. Yeah. That's probably why we have Yuffie now, because they have developed her model and everything and started getting her story. Because we would meet her, I would think, sometime in part two or part three, depending on how you want to measure things out. Yeah, and I think the thing is like also, somewhere between part two and part three. Yeah, well, I think it was also the. Sorry, thing go ahead. Was, no, no, you're fine. Of course, talk. Um, I think the also the thing is that in the article he said we've have made the groundwork for the combat, which is what was the biggest thing for him. Now that that's done, he can just like step away. That's cool. It's just, uh, just different ritual and like uh how. People like combat because I think Jacob was a big fan of Final Fantasy XV's combat, and like I said, Nomura. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did like that combat. I know yeah. some people didn't, but I, I, I like that combat. And I think Nomura was in charge of that, and then they they changed shifts halfway. So I don't mm -hmm. know what kind of combat was changed. I think it was the same kind. You know, it just different styles of games, really. So. Um, like so, once they get, once the square gets the groundwork for what their combat is, just like now, let's just make the story pop, that kind of stuff. 
But I, I, like, if I think what Final Fantasy VII needs is just like more quests, like uphilling quest, that kind of thing. Seven does like going forward. Like this next, this next part is like the open world portion. So there better be more side quests. This might be the larger portion of the game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like go see all the stories and stuff like that. But I like said the Final Fantasy VII news is kind of cool. I can't wait to play it. Just saying, still that. a little dirty though. Yeah, it's dirty. Play there, doing it. <laughs> yeah. But hey, everyone here will play it. I don't know. Much Jacob gets past the pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. Jacob gets past the pull-ups, will play it and beat it finally. And then, you know. So will you have to start a new game to play as her? Or no, will no, it no, just no. be like... Okay. I think it's just DLC. Yeah. Okay, I was going to say, because... Uh, I'm not playing that. Definitely <laughs> not replaying the game. Like, <laughs> even if I were to beat it, I wouldn't start a new one. Oh, no, no. That would be dumb. I, I couldn't do that. But I do like how they're adding Crisis Core characters and stuff like that. They are incorporating what is Final Fantasy VII. Uh, let's see. Where else should we go? The Stadia news, though. Good God. I can't believe they spent I mean, that's money. super surprising. You see how much money? Well, I mean, Google's got a lot of fucking money to spend. Spend it on me, though. <laughs> Promise to make a game for a failing service. Yeah, there you go. Here's the thing, though, is that whenever, whenever Stadia was first announced, that was kind of the thing, is people who, who have watched Google throughout the years have kind of had this lingering worry whenever Stadia was initially announced that, um, you know, Google routinely, you know, hypes the fuck out of some, you know, new cool service or product that they're doing, and they will, like, let it go off like a goddamn firework everywhere and make this beautiful spectacle of it. And not enough people buy into it. So like the next month they shut it down. So like, it's ridiculous. Like, um, the Google lens, uh, you know, the, the wearable, like smart glasses stuff, AR uh, stuff. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that, that, that was a whole thing that they hyped up for like a month. And then, uh, you know, a few months later, they just, you know, stopped production on it and said, well, we're not, we're not going to do this anymore. Even though we spent, you know, crazy amounts of money on the actual product and development of it and, you know, marketing for it. And now we're just not going to do anything with it. Um, yeah. They had a modular phone that they were working on. Yeah, um, I remember that. Yep. And they actually had like a test market. And uh, I don't remember where exactly. I, I want to say Singapore, but that might be wrong. Um, but they actually had a test market and they actually like put out some of these modular phones and just didn't go over super well and they just fixed it so um you know it's it's not surprising there's a there's a lot of you know crazy shit like that that they do that they just oh well uh nobody's doing it right the second well i guess fuck it then uh we'll just move on to the next thing hmm. so yeah. uh we everybody was kind of worried that they would do that with stadia and uh here we are <laughs> here we are like you know not even 18 months later you know <laughs> well Look, I, I this is where I think uh, there is a disconnect between like the people. I noticed it on like uh, YouTube channels and stuff I watch that like report on games. It's like even those people don't see the disconnect of like what the, how bad internet is in America, mm -hmm. right? We're not in Korea. We're not in Europe where 
like everybody has gig internet, right? Mm-hmm. So the entire middle part of America, you're lucky if you have 50 megabyte internet. You're lucky. Right? If, you're lucky if you have internet, dude. Yeah. Um. So, like, to think that something a service like this that is so dependent on internet would be able to even be sustained is kind of asinine, in my opinion. Right. Well, I mean, there were reviewers who tried it out, and they had, like, the ultimate Google Stadia setup, right? Like, playing it, they have Google Fi internet, right? So they got fiber internet from Google to their house, you know? They have you know, a Google fucking TV that they're streaming their game to and everything, right? Yeah. And they still have enough latency to notice it, you know? Yeah. So even their best case scenario, the best case scenario for Google Stadia is just, it's okay, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then, like, even even with Stadia's, like, time to shine, right? Uh, with Cyberpunk coming out. Right, you have all these base model systems that just cannot handle it. Right, it's it's just not optimized for these old systems that have outdated hardware that they can't, you know, work on properly. Right, the software can't work on this old outdated hardware. Well, that's yeah. not a problem with Stadia because Stadia is just like, well, you make cool software, and we'll just throw as much hardware as we need to at it from our data centers, and we'll run the software for you. So, even then, it was just okay on Stadia, you know, mm-hmm. like if you played it on the next gen console, it was pretty sweet. Uh, but if you played it on Stadia, it was just like, well, I guess this is okay. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like it worked. It was fine. I just, yeah, I probably didn't crash as much as our next gen consoles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so one day and, Cyberpunk yeah. will be something, but not right now because they are delaying their yeah. major patch because of the their hack. That's a hack. The hitch is Before we get too far away from that, I will say, I just want to say that I think Stadia is a really cool idea. I think that it is the future of gaming, but I think it's the like twenty year from now future of gaming when people have two seat internet. So, uh, I, yeah, no, I I don't think it's a bad idea. It's a bad mm-hmm. idea now. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a bad idea right now, but you know, ten years, fifteen years from now, it'd probably be okay. So, see, I I don't know if I'm that optimistic about like uh, even a twenty year timeline of there being good internet. I mean, you get on Starlink's, you know, dick. So, and you know, <laughs> then it'd be cool. Yeah, but do you think the? I think Starlink only goes up to fifty or a hundred megs. I'm not. No. I don't remember. No, like, they go pretty th- quick. Perry was uh, looking into it, so he would know more about it. Yeah. But. I didn't think it was that fat. What do you remember the speed, Perry? Uh, no. But I can look it up right now. That's funny because I, I thought I think, it was pretty quick. I think Stone said the other day when he goes like we're not not going to get him to his his rant, but I think he's saying like they're getting up to like three hundred megabytes. I was like, wait, what? They it's so uh, at some point. They hope by the end of 2021, most people will be able to get 30 megabytes, 300 megabytes per second, with a latency of 20 milliseconds. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah. So. 
That that's good if you have a landline connection. That's crazy over fucking satellite. But yeah. Oh gosh, what's funny is that like he said, I don't even get four hundred at mine. <laughs> well, I'm get I'm getting it today. Believe it or not, I'm getting it today. I'm just not uploading good. So, meh. oh god, that's the advantage with fiber. By the way, is your your up and down speeds are the same. So, oh gosh, mm-hmm. that's so funny. Yeah, <laughs> trust me, I want I want to get it. Stone's like Stone's like no, it's a monopoly. <laughs> so like just like I'm doing a speed test right now. My ping is 38 milliseconds. Oh, so god. if they can truly get that 20 millisecond ping. That's pretty darn good. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. That's like hundred dollars a month. Right. Well, I mean, you're, you're paying. You know, as long as you're under like you know fifty or seventy milliseconds, you're fine. You know? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Cyberpunk's uh, update, it's a one point two update, was delayed to the back half of March because of the uh, hack that was recently perpetrated on CD Projekt Red. Yeah, man. The hits just it keep on, hits just like, keep it, coming from this game. Yeah, but it's like, so I presume the cyber attack is partially due to somebody being mad about cyberpunk, right? Probably, yeah. And then that person attacks the people who make cyberpunk to where then they can't fix cyberpunk. Right? I mean, it's probably just, you know, a hacker looking to make money off of their stuff, so... We'll see. I don't know. It could be. It could be driven by you know being pissed off at them about Cyberpunk. It's probably just driven by money, though. If I had to guess. Well, I thought the because like the ransomware that he used had like a note with it. Um, go ahead and I'll see if I can find it. Oh, yeah, I just feel like the beats yeah. just keep on coming. Like the, just the hits. Like the, I just don't think every Cyberpunk news like there'll be Anthem news, and that's just sad. Mm-hmm. It just I mean it's coming out in the later half of March, so it's not that far off. So uh hopefully, you know, we get some cool stuff comes out soon. I'm sure they're still working on fixing like small issues and things like that. Um Any I don't know, they said that how has uh performance been on those uh last gen consoles though? I have not seen anything. Oh, I don't know. I haven't seen anybody talking <laughs> about that. Like, I think everyone's just kind of... Yeah, like, it's, all, it's all been Valheim news. It's all been Valheim news and just the fact that no one just paying attention to the game right now. It just... Yeah, uh, it's more about what the studio's doing. It's not even about, like, what's been done with the game or anything mm-hmm. that's changing the game. It's about what's going on with the studio, the hack, the... Like, how they kind of made it seem like personal data wasn't involved, but now it's turning out that personal people's personal data has been involved with the oh, attack yeah, so that's kind of situation <laughs> it just yeah, i don't remember the capcoms oh they like pretty much they like in, information was leaked and also like their next games got revealed like another leak um oh okay yeah like personal yeah like the uh yeah uh source code was uh, was taken and a lot of uh, personal personal information from like HR and that sort of thing was taken as well so any, any current or past devs um, may have had some issues with their personal information being out on the web mm-hmm. 
there's a whole thing. Uh, what was it back in August? Is yeah. that when that happened? Yeah. Then we just got the yeah. update to that. What just a few weeks ago, right? Sheesh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think like four hundred thousand people were affected. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll link to the uh, the uh, old uh, podcasts that yeah because um, we talked about those issues then. Yeah. So. It's like it's just yeah like a recurring thing. If you ever want yeah. to just catch the podcast, it goes live. Not live, but it's just on your podcast director feeds. All of them. Yeah. The, um, uh, the archive. Archive of them. Let's see. What else do we have here? Kind of like... We got Dying Light 2. How do you feel about that? Uh, I'm sad. It makes, it makes me sad. I'm sad now. Uh, you know, Dying Light is... It's a really good game. It's a lot of fun. Um, Jake wouldn't like it because it is uh, zombies and like nasty and zombies and gross and stuff. But so I like I watched people play Dying Light One and it looked cool, minus the zombies. I like the parkour. (laughs) I like that. But yet again, the zombie. It was it was also especially for its time a beautiful game. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I saw two, like when I first saw the trailer for two, I was like, it was obvious it was dying light, but I'm like, man, this looks good. Not going to play it because of zombies. <laughs> so, right. Yeah. I can see why you're sad though. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, so Techland is like a small dev studio and because of the success of dying light, they grew and had to hire people and sort of thing. So now, unfortunately it has, has become basically a cesspit of nepotism and abuse and just like poor leadership and it's just it's not a great place to be mm-hmm. and people are just, there's like an extremely high turnover rate there and i don't think this game is ever going to really come out if it does it's probably not going to be good which is really bad and it makes me sad because the first game was really good and i enjoyed it a lot and i was really looking forward to the second game but after this report you know uh by uh, uh, Liana Rupert here on uh, Game Informer. Um, yeah, I just uh, don't think that it's going to be really good. So, mm. makes me yeah. sad. Also, another game that's not going to be very good, I think, is this Vampire Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Well, yeah. I mean, it's going to be another one of those that probably will never come out, right? Or something like yeah, that. Yeah, well, currently it's been delayed indefinitely as yeah. of... Uh, you know, the writing of this article, which was four days ago, by uh, Jack Webb on GamesRadar, yeah. uh, stating that uh, publisher Paradox Interactive shared the news on their official website via Twitter. Yeah, uh, also director that... while doing it. It's like, what is going on with the studio? <laughs> right. So, as you have noticed, uh, we have been keeping pretty quiet for a while. With this in mind, the first piece of news we have for you is to confirm that Bloodlines 2 is still in development. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah, but indefinitely. Yeah. Indefinite stats. Because it was supposed to come out like sometime soon, right? Like, I think it was like a Mayish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, no, it's indefinite. Yeah, it was. Well, it was actually supposed to come out last year, I think. Yeah. Um, it was originally announced in 2019 and slated for release on the PS4, Xbox One, and PC with versions for updates coming for the next-gen consoles and in uh, 2020, right? Uh, but, you know, last year being last year, got hit with a delay and it was supposed to be come out 
sometime this year. They didn't give a date. Uh, but now there is just no release date at all, and it is still in development. I think Phil Spencer was right when he said that. And it sucks that. because that world is so cool. I think Phil Spencer yeah. was right when Go he ahead, said Perry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I think Phil Spencer was right when he said we will be seeing the effects next year, well, like this year. But all the games coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, and granted, this stuff happened last year, but I, I remember now watching Young's videos, Young Yang's videos on Bloodlines and how. Last year, they just up and fired the lead writer and director. Yep. Right? Without, mm-hmm. like, notice. And so that's already not a good sign, because I'm pretty sure the lead writer and director are the ones who worked on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's not a good sign for the future of the game. Generally, when the people who created the first one aren't going to be making the second one. It's like saying, so, it's like and then I guess... No, Darkman, yo, you're not working on Last of Us Part 3. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, you and the woman who helped, uh, I, uh, she won an award, right? Yeah, she helped Haley. write. Haley, this, yeah. Haley. Like, yeah, you're not doing Last of Us Part 3. <laughs> oh, and all the people who also made it, of Naughty Dog, <laughs> you, you're not making it anymore either. We're giving it to this other studio, subsidiary studio. Okay. So, like. Good luck making four million bucks, you know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think uh, uh, Vampire the Masquerade um, is a really rich and really deep. Uh, there's a lot of lore there. You know what I mean? There's a lot of because uh, it, it's a tabletop game, a tabletop RPG, mm-hmm. um, and it's uh, it's there's a lot to it and a lot there, and you could make a fantastic story built inside of this world that has been created. Um, you know, White Wolf and all that stuff. Uh, but it's, I don't know, I, I just, it's very bad signs for this uh, type of development here. And I don't think we're going to get uh, the game that, you know, the community really deserves, I think. So, yeah. like I said, like, I never played it. it looked, like, I've heard someone talk about it at work. Like, yeah, you ever heard about Vampire the Masquerade? I'm like, wait, what's this? And, like, bro, like, Someone like fan made it. Like we're just ready for the second one. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So mm-hmm. it's just weird how you hear about games or whatnot. But it's just like that traction comes, and you start following it, and you're just like, people want to play this game. Come on, mm-hmm. like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> like, yeah. so I just, I just hope people are able to play it. Uh, let's see where else we have here. State of Decay, Nazi. I'm just kind of confused about that. Uh, yeah, so in State of Decay uh, 2, you have like a bunch of different characters that uh, you can play as and control, and they're all kind of like part of your you know collective or co-op, you know, essentially. Um, so, to, like when you're running these characters around, you know, you can have them interact with other characters in different ways, and you know, it's all randomized, and there's different. Um, you know, events that pop up here and there. Um, so because of that, uh, your characters get different traits assigned to them, depending on how you choose to handle situations while controlling them. Mm-hmm. Um, so one of them, which I had never heard of before, but apparently, you know, is in the game, is called uh, Punched Nazis, mm-hmm. uh, is the name of the trait. Um, and you get it uh, whenever your character like, uh, fights back physically against, um, people with strong beliefs, essentially. 
Um, and it was never intended to be displayed as any sort of like negative trait. Uh, but traits that affect you negatively are, they have red text in them, and traits that affect you positively have white text in them, right? Um, so one of the parts of that skill essentially made your character a bit more irritable uh, towards others, and like, be, you know, I guess showing that you had like, uh, you know, strong opinions and beliefs and you would fight for them, right, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have uh, since recognized, uh, so it was brought to their attention, you know, because the, these things go through several iterations, right? Um, but it, it's also got, you know, white text where it affects your skills and gives you a bonus to fighting and that sort of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so they they said that the trait was being perceived as negative and that was never intended to be so, so they have changed that trait since then. Um, but the original tweet that caused all of this... Um, you know, because State of Decay 2's been out for a while, right? Um, the original trait, or tweet, rather, uh, that was talking about this trait, um, you know, came out over a week ago. And uh, he said, well, you know, the guy's like, well, I'm glad that they're changing it, but it seems like, you know, corporate damage control at this point because they didn't respond immediately, right? So yeah, uh, I guess that's kind of more of the interesting parts of the story is like, what, do you think that this is just, you know, corporate damage control, or do you think this is like, sincere or i mean you know they i i feel like it is but they probably should have said something sooner like we're gonna look into this i don't know why it's like this but we're looking into it you know mm-hmm. i just think a lot of people are afraid of looking stupid online anymore so they're just like well we'll just not say anything until we have the entire story and then we can speak intelligently from that mm-hmm. which is understandable but also you kind of need to recognize events as they come because where we live in a fast-paced world, so. Mm-hmm. So, I, I just saw it. I was like, wait, what? And then I saw something from Kotaku. He was like, yeah, the State of Decay got it right, too. It's okay to punch Nazis. And I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just saw it. I was like, okay, cool. Um, I thought this was crazy. We can probably just speed through some of this. Japan Studio being reorganized. They will be shifting gears. Uh, mm-hmm. I think what's sad about that is that we talked about here recently, like on this podcast, about how are they really sheltering like the J- the Japanese, like their home base, and they said that they're not. This is a sign that they are because they're probably not allowing them to make certain games because they mm-hmm. pretty much made them help get other games out. If that makes sense, so it's like I I hear what you're saying, but we need to work on this. Kind of like a like an Anthem, like Bioware situation, but difference is that's just a whole studio that has like creative ideas, but maybe those ideas will come out now. So like, yeah, I just like, I can't wait to see it. Cause I guess their last real game that they made was the last guardian. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I think they made knack. Well, that's like in 2013 or something like 2013, 2014, that kind of thing. Well, okay. I mean, I like Last Guardian was developed by somebody else, and they finished it, right? Because the Last Guardian was supposed to come out in like 2008 or whatever. Yeah. Right. So I don't think I can say that's like their last game, right? Oh, they I get also because like, they helped so many with so many games. So going back to Knack, I get what you're saying. Yeah, so, and then they had different teams. 
So they had like the Siren team that made games since 2003, and their last game was Gravity Rush 2. Great game. And then you had the Asobi team, which is what I think the Japan studio is going to be restructured around as the Asobi team. And the Asobi team made Astro's Playroom, which I got to say, we were talking about console exclusives or whatever. Yeah, I kind of forgot about that one. <laughs> that is a great game. Like, I'm not even a platformer type of guy, but I mm. played through all that. I think I got the platinum or there's stuff that's like, I'd have to replay through the whole thing, I think, again, to get the platinum. And I like I liked it. I don't know if I liked it enough to replay through the whole thing to get the platinum. I don't remember if I got the platinum or not, but it was a great game. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. And it was free. Came mm-hmm. with the console. So, um, yeah, but like, yeah, I enjoy I enjoyed Astro's Playroom. It's a it's a healthy mix of uh, tutorial for the console, uh, you know, a bit of a history lesson as well on you know past uh, PlayStation, you know, items and consoles. Yeah. Uh, it's also you know a, a fun game too. So, and it, at the very least, you have one game to play on your brand new console, right? Because it comes yeah. preloaded on it. It's just on there. You don't even have to download it, you know. So. I, I appreciate that. I think that's. I think that was a good move. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So but anyway, going back, like, it it kind of stinks that they're restructuring, but I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, it, maybe they'll come it, up with something. You know, that they'll they can finally get done with. So, I mean, yeah, especially if like the that Asobi team, which made a pretty solid game in Astro's Playroom, although it wasn't huge or anything like that, but mm-hmm. they definitely know how to use the PS5 and its controller. Like, Mm -hmm. that was the best use of the DualSense so far, right? And all the games you've played, yeah. Like, every game that I've played since, the Dual, like, the way they've used the trigger, like, mostly it's like shooters, and it's like, it just makes it hard to pull the trigger, which I don't know about anybody else, but... I don't want that. If I'm going to be playing a shooter for three hours, I don't want it to feel like I've shot an actual gun for three hours and my finger hurts from pulling the trigger, mm-hmm. right? Uh, um, or me and Perry like play FIFA, and the FIFA 21 upgrade to PS5, like the more tired your player is, like the harder it is to pull the trigger. But when you switch to a different player, if they're not tired, you hear the, the haptic feedback switch on and off so you constantly hear clicking on the controller as the game progresses because yeah. the players are at varying degrees of stamina so mm-hmm. it's like that wasn't really done well and it just makes your controller sound like a robot it's like ink ink and it's like okay yeah yeah i think that there are a lot of games that need to take advantage of the dual sense better. Mm-hmm. Um, and especially time. like, yeah, it's going to take time. Um, but especially I was going to say like older games, like PS4 games that you're playing on your PS5. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've been playing God of War recently on my PS5, right? The, Oh my gosh. Rumble that was- on that. It's ridiculous, man. The rumble on it, because it just mm-hmm. like, it just turns on the vibration. It's an on off thing. And when mm-hmm. it's on, it's on all the way. And it, it's fucking shake your, Shake it to your core, sort of stuff. That vibration. I, I I could just imagine you throwing a little Viathan back and forth. That'd be oh shit. <laughs> like that's it's pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. I don't. 
Yeah, there, there. I forgot what it was. Maybe it was uh, division. There was something where, like, when the vibration comes on, I'm like, okay, well, I'm thinking about turning this off now, which <laughs> is like the selling point of this controller, and I'm thinking of turning it off. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. We should play that today. <laughs> uh, well, Stone, what are you playing Outriders on? Uh, PS5, but it doesn't matter because it's crossplay enabled. I know, but w- what I'm saying is, well, if you can actually catch up to me and Stone on Outriders, we can actually play three people playing that instead <laughs> of just two. Whereas if it was Division, I feel like I don't know if, I, if Stone plays Division. I do not. See, oh, we could actually help three play a game together. Okay. Again, Stone's got D&D. Yep, uh, actually, Outriders. Yeah, well, I got a, I got D&D this evening at oh, 7.30. So. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, actually, Outriders is interesting because it is a three-people team. It's not a squad. So yeah. it's up to the three-player co-op. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Interesting, like... because not a lot of people do that. Yeah, I would say because you also, have four classes, you would think you would be able to play four. But yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird that you have four classes. <laughs> but you have two close-range one mid-range and one long-range. So it's kind of like... Well, maybe that means it leaves the door open for them to add more classes in them. Yeah. So. True, true, true. Um, Let's see. Monster Hunter Rise coming to PC. <laughs> you know, I'm happy. PC, so. Huh? So a lot of games are getting ported to PC yeah. now. So. Yeah, I'm happy. It just stinks that it's going to be on all the way in 2022, but whatever. That's what they have Stave Wizards for. <laughs> hey, you said if I got you a Switch, you'll play it. No, I was, still, I was thinking about that. <laughs> I, you better not spend money on a Switch just for me to play Rise. Because, like, we don't even know how, like, like the whole, like, the Switch doesn't have the best online community stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, we don't know how that online aspect is going to be anyway. So we'll find like, out in about a month. Yeah. Find out so in a month. whereas like, you know, the party system before they broke it on the PS4 and have destroyed <laughs> it on the PS5, <laughs> the way I feel, uh, was pretty good. Yeah. The, the party Monster system now is just not that great. It was like, yeah, he's been added to the party. But he's not in here yet. He has to actually join the chat now. It's just like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's an annoying message when it's like, uh, what if so-and-so has added you to a part? A lot like, do you want to join a chat? Like, it used to be like, like a question. Like, hey, do you want to be in a party? Now it's like, you've been added to something. And it's like, whoa, okay. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Let's see, last story, guys, because, like, the Masaki Yamagiwa? Yeah. Oh. Masaki Yamagiwa, yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah he, he's a producer of Bloodborne, and he's leaving the studio. Leaving Sony altogether. Mm-hmm. I went Bloodborne 2, but I gotta beat Bloodborne 1 first. So, yeah. That's how I feel about that. I like I say I am gonna be a Souls like game this year. I don't care. <laughs> I don't know if it's gonna be Bloodborne or it's gonna be Demon Souls. I'll beat one of them. <laughs> like I owe it to myself. Well, well Demon Souls has all those uh, 
those guides built into it too so you could you know make it a little easier on yourself yeah yeah i'm checking it out and obviously well, I, the biden administration is looking into console shortages <laughs> yeah i'm curious to see what the hell they think they're gonna do about it really um <laughs> i mean i know like so essentially the issue that they have is that um you know the because of this console shortage uh it, it shows that we have a uh not enough redundancy in uh, manufacturing or supply line for uh, semiconductors, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so these console shortages and you know graphics card shortages, it's a, it's a greater electronic shortages, right? Which could be a national security issue, right? It, you know, so if essentially they find that we need to have more production here in the U.S. for semiconductors. I mean, that brings more manufacturing jobs here for, uh, you know, new tech-based, uh, you know, products, that sort of thing. So I, I think it's a good thing that they're looking into it, though. So. Yeah. I just I just saw it. Like, oh, shoot. They're going to do something about this? Cool. Well, they're not going to do anything about this particular thing, but they might try to build some infrastructure that would help prevent this or mitigate it in the future so yeah, yeah. so in seven years the future, that's good. So in seven papa years, biden is great granddaddy biden is not buying us ps5s <laughs> <laughs> he's getting them all back from the sculptors and like re-releasing it into like he's selling it for two thousand dollars instead of the 500 <laughs> I, I don't know <laughs> terrible <laughs> It, it, it's it's hard out here for people trying to buy playstations honestly i've talked i've seen some people say that with that whole yuffie news they're like oh no i gotta find a ps5 I'm like oh god i knew this was gonna be good luck i'm like good luck like i've seen that on twitter you're like so any advice you're trying to get a ps5 i'm like uh search have a friend who works at gamestop <laughs> <laughs> make a friend with somebody who works at gamestop yeah <laughs> Go through a uh, back door whenever Jeff Keeley posts something. Follow yeah, I mean, just, 64. <laughs> I mean, it's all you can do is just sign up for those uh, those uh, announcements because uh, most like most websites will give like restock announcements, and uh, those are starting to help a little bit anyway. Yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, uh, George, he just got one um, off of uh, GameStop. So whenever they got a restock announcement, he lucked on there and got one bot. So it's on. It's in route. Yeah, I, he got the bundle, right? Yeah, he, he ended up buying a bundle. So, I mean, you know, you're probably going to buy an extra controller anyway for the day, the thing, you know, and then it comes with the game. So it's like, okay, sure, fine. Yeah, I mean, that's safe. I should have mm -hmm. just went ahead and got the, like, so I got another controller, of course, but it was like, I should have just got it at the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that's everything, guys. I think we had a good podcast, per mm -hmm. usual. Yeah. Uh, I would like to add something real quick. I don't know if you guys heard about the bill in Illinois. Oh yeah, that thing. <laughs> Forgot about uh, that. Uh, there, uh, a, uh, I believe he's even a Democrat, a Democratic congressman, uh, in Illinois, uh, proposed a bill mm -hmm. that would ban all violent video games from being sold. What? And like not. So it's technically not all violent video games, but it's like any violent video games where there's like harm to animals or humans, mm -hmm. right? Uh, so what am I playing then? Especially ones that have carjacking. Essentially, he's saying the carjacking that's going on in Chicago 
that went up is due to Grand Theft Auto. And maybe not because of the plight of people in Chicago and the coronavirus. Yeah. Right? It's because of Dogs Old GTA. Man. Even though there have been multiple studies that show that there is none, not a one causal link between video games and, you know, violent behavior in anybody, in any age group. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it actually causes stress relief and not more stress or violent behaviors. So yeah. uh, it's a bunch of horse shit is what it is. And it's just people trying to regulate video games more uh, for no real reason instead of actually helping people, you know, like they're supposed to. Yeah. There, there's some other stuff I can mention, but me and Jacob had this conversation last night, but man, we're not trying to get kicked out of Twitch already. <laughs> so that's a different conversation. I mean, so good to have it. What's up in here? <laughs> yeah. Cause that, cause that, like I heard that news. I was like, what are y'all talking about? Like, yeah, no, it's, uh, it's awful. I, I forgot about it. I saw I saw an article the other day, and I was like, "Oh yeah, we should probably talk about that." But uh, I didn't realize. I so, didn't realize. It I, I'm glad you brought that up. Like I, I didn't yeah. even know about it. <laughs> Left my radar. It, it has been it has been proposed, and it will probably get you know some hype in the media, and then quickly shut down because, as I stated, there there is no scientific evidence to back up any of the claims that he's talking about. I'd rather so. AOC's bill get passed, like where the army can't like have a Twitch stream. To try to recruit, because that's that's just me. But whatever, <laughs> then that <laughs> that's just me personally. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's just me personally. I'm just saying, I'd rather that get passed than that get passed. So, <laughs> well, now this one was just for the state of Illinois. It would have mm-hmm. banned it in Illinois. Oh. But if something like that did get passed, you could see like an actual senator, like the. Or whatever, picking that up and being like, you know what? If it got passed in Illinois, it should it should be the same for the rest of the U.S. It should be passed yeah. everywhere. And then there we go. We can't play Street Fighter anymore. We can't play Mortal Kombat. We can't we can't do anything. We might as well just go into fishing or something. Because <laughs> some old fuck that doesn't know how computers work <laughs> wanted to ban video games. No, he here's the thing. Like I don't even think he's that old. Hold on. Oh. Get into fishing, like I said. Well, then he's just some stupid fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's I still gotta get that rod, J- by the way, Jacob. <laughs> what? Fishing oh, that fisher. <laughs> yeah, you better. <laughs> uh, Representative Marcus Evans. Oh, let's oh, look gosh. at how old he is. Don't make us look bad. I'll make him look bad. Yeah. Um, I'll make him a cat. <laughs> oh boy. He doesn't even have on his website. He doesn't even say how old he is. It doesn't say how old he is. Yeah. Holy sheesh. Marcus C. Evans. He's the representative of the 33rd district of Illinois. Uh, I can't find his age. So, I, I have no clue. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you. He didn't look that old. But he, I mean, he's a he's a younger looking guy, maybe thirties. Nah, he's probably forty or something. But you know, yeah. 
Uh, young enough to where he shouldn't be one of those old dudes that's like, oh, video games are bad and rock music causes the devil to come into your soul. I mean, it does, but it makes me dance, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> yeah, like some da- <laughs> dancing, you know. I love dancing. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's probably some dumb bill that's going to get shot down, but no. <laughs> I hope I hope it does because I don't want it to set a, a precedent that's really stupid. So yeah, mm-hmm. oh, let's see. <laughs> I think we got everything, guys. Let's get on out of here. Um, let's see. Recommended games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, recommended game of the week. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and recommend the Outriders demo because it's yeah. free and you can try it out and see if you like it. And I would. I'm, I'm recommending it because I, I champion this cause. I think that more games should have free-to-play demos like this in the future uh, so that you could try out a game and see if you like it before you buy it. So I think that is an excellent practice that we should support, and that's why I'm recommending the demo. Hell yeah. What about you? Um, I second Stone's uh, okay. recommendation, but I also, I mean, just like, it's kind of news. I, I don't play it that much but call of duty is starting season two now's a good time that if you haven't played call of duty it's a new season you're you won't be far behind they've also added new weapons and changed Warzone a bit so they added uh-huh. zombies if you love zombies uh if you're one of those people yeah um, so you zombies you, in war zone now yeah, like, yeah so, Zom- so just just Jake for you. Love zombies yeah <laughs> yeah jacob loves zombies <laughs> No, Jacob's like fuck zombies. Uh, let's see, what's yep. the? Let's see, I kind of recommended last week. Uh, I would say I would say Persona Five Strikers because I played more of it, so I was just like, oh gosh, yeah, that's a sequel, and I love it. <laughs> oh, like uh, was uh, that's not my game of the week, but Koi Tecmo, they like I don't know what it is, but. People that just say like, "Hey, we want you to make our you get we're giving you your property to make a game," and they keep true to it, makes me question why Dynasty Warriors is not better received here. Okay, I know you like it, Jacob, but it's just like, why is it not? <laughs> you get what I'm saying? <laughs> well, uh, but we've also talked about how I mean, they open, like the last open. Dynasty Warriors, they tried to do an open world game, and they yeah. also had like a hundred dollars in DLC. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, no, no. But, like, just the fact that, like, this just feels like a complete story. My favorite part of the Strikers game so far is that, of course, the music or whatnot, but the infiltration route, like, the original Persona game, it was like, well, you're in the palace, you're doing this, and to secure your route. And this is like you're securing your route, but, like, in a fast-paced motion. I was like, this just feels, just feels like Persona. And you just, you know, I'm just a buff for the game. Atlas just deserves more respect than what they get <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> um, but no, I'm probably just going to re- recommend Street Fighter. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I know. I say all that just say Street Fighter 5. Yeah. Uh, Perry, <laughs> what Perry actually is means is he recommends Persona Strike, Persona 5 Strikers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I would definitely just recommend some of my strikers. <laughs> yeah, just, Jacob really did not have fun playing it whatsoever. I promise. Oh, you stone! He's like, "What the fuck is this?" 
It's like because like in other fighting games, they reward you for doing combos. Mm-hmm. But like in Street Fighter, it's like if you do the input and like you like think that you got it right, then it'll give you the combo or whatever. <laughs> it, it just it it just seems slow to me yeah. compared to like other game fighting games I've played. And yeah. it might be a need more practice thing, but it just didn't. And the way you bounce off of whoever you're fighting whenever you punch, I didn't like that. Yeah, it's like he'll do like two punches and then he'll like backwards up. He's like, well, what's the point? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it was funny. So recommend an anime of the week. <laughs> uh, I'm going to recommend uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Is there uh, any more episodes out? No. Uh, I think they're up to episode 15 now, currently. It's currently um, airing, so. Yeah, uh, on HBO Max a week or so ago, I watched 13 and 12 had been out, so 14 might be out by now. I'm not sure. Hmm. Okay, cool. Jay, what you got? Um, I might have said this before. Maybe not. It's only 12 episodes, I believe. 13 maybe max. Uh, Gangsta. Yeah, it's on never... Funimation. Yeah. Um, it's an anime I watched a long time ago, but I loved it. It's about like there's like superhumans in this world, and they're called Twilights, and it's about their interactions with the normal people in the world and all that. It's a pretty good show. Um, thinking of what my anime recommendation today would be, I looked. I was like, you know what? I ought to recommend that. And then I proceeded to buy all the volumes of the manga. You buy all the manga. So this an- this anime recommendation cost me seventy dollars. Thanks, Perry. Did you, did you really? <laughs> wow. Yes. Good gosh, yes. Jacob. Holy sheesh. Yeah, because well, the show only did like twelve episodes, and it kind of left on like a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And even though I think it did pretty well when it came out, it was I guess it wasn't good enough for them to continue it. So, I mean, I don't know if we'll ever see a season two. Mm-hmm. So I, I want to actually see how like the manga finish because it's done. It's kind of done, I think, from what I read. Like they move from gangsta to like gangsta cursed. Gangsta. So, gangsta. uh, <laughs> I mean, I just bought gangsta. I bought all the volumes that are out for gangsta. Uh, mm-hmm. I was just doing my easy E impression. Yeah. yeah, I got you. <laughs> Just don't go full in on that uh, impression or things could get pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess it's our last day in the Black History Month, too. Oh, wow. No, that's tomorrow, but sheesh. Oh, it's the last good... podcast during Black yeah, History Month. Yeah, it's been a good one. Like it's April's been good. I mean, April, February's been good. <laughs> <laughs> February's been good. I really appreciate y'all coming on here during this time. Um, let's see. What would mine be? Oh, gosh. I want to recommend Prince of Tennis because that was a funny little anime. Prince of Tennis. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, Jason likes that one a lot, too. Does he? Yeah. Dang. Need to get him back on the podcast soon. I'm sure he's just busy. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, he's he's had to he had to work last night, and I think he's working tonight too. So. Damn, really? Yeah. That's crazy. So, I they, they got they got him working a lot right now. So. 
Damn. I guess they're back in the swing of things. Damn, normally they say like every other week, but sheesh. Uh-huh. No, it's just like every weekend. Okay, then. So, uh, yeah, Prince of Tennis. Anybody got anything else to say? We had no. one viewer on here, whoever. Hell yeah, shout out to them. Yeah. <laughs> so, with that being said, thank you guys. Uh, like I said, this will be up later for anyone that just wants to listen to the audio version. Just chill out. Talk at you later, Twitch. Always a fun time on that channel, you know. <laughs> yeah. This is a great room. Hell yeah. Oh, and really fast. Let's call it. Choo!